Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Hey, we have got a fired-up show for you today. You know, many of you have heard me talk about what it means to have a great idea. But then what the heck do you do with it? I mean, what happens if you sit all your all your life creating ideas, but they don't go anywhere? And many of you have said you've had the best ideas, but, you know, once you started to implement them, it just wasn't anything happening. All the money came out of your pocket, and none of the money went back in. And um, I have to tell you that uh, I am so thrilled to be speaking with my guest today. I am an avid fan of the movie, um, the, the television series Shark Tank. I understand what it means to have an idea and then to be able to take it out into the world. But more importantly, how can you thrive and do this? It's not just about an idea. It's about being successful. It's about being, you know, making a mark in the marketplace. And it's about being able to create phenomenal revenue doing it and doing what you love. Today, joining me today, the author of Act Now is Kevin Harrington. Kevin Harrington is one of the folks that I absolutely zoomed in on uh, in, his, in his performance on Shark Tank. And let me tell you why. You know, this is, a, this is a guy that knows how to take an idea and make that idea turn into million-dollar products. He's joining me here today, brand-new book, which I love, Act Now, uh, Mass Marketing, and we're going to be talking about what this means. So let's just tell you a little bit about who he is. He's chairman and founder of TV Goods, Inc. This is a widely acknowledged as a pioneer and principal architect of the infomercial industry. But beyond all of that, he has probably started more companies and has done more things in the world than most of us even imagine doing. Beyond all of that, you know, he's somebody that knows how to help other people. He was selected as an investor on Shark, on the, on the uh, investor Shark on the ABC television series Shark Tank because of what he knows how to do and do well. Today, you all get to meet him as we talk about how to turn how to turn great ideas into million dollar products. Kevin, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the show. Uh, it's my pleasure to be here. Uh, nice, uh, a very nice uh, intro and build up. Uh, sounds uh, sounds exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, to sharing some of my uh, wild rides with, uh, with 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 all the listeners today. So thanks for having me. Great. Now, you know, Kevin, one of the things I want to talk with you about, and this has been controversial here, I think, for the last couple of years. Many people have said this is what we need to get the economy back on track. We need to do this. We need to send money here. Other people have said that we need to get creative beyond any way we've ever been creative before. So let's start with the conversation about that home run idea and how we can talk with folks today to give them hope that they might have an idea that turns in to a million bucks. Well, you know, it, it, I always say that, you know, I always start with, with the, with a problem situation. Find a problem and solve it. And that, you know, because there, there's the different, when people come in to, to show me a new idea, a new product, 
I have a kind of a litmus test. And I think we're probably going to talk about some of that today. But, yeah. you know, you look around yourself uh, as you wake up in the morning and you do things you do every single day. This is how inventors really start their their process is what do I do on a daily basis uh, or what problems do I encounter uh, that, that could be done better, that need fixing, that, that could run smoother, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, I mean, I'm gonna, I'll give you an example of, of, of something. It's, it's kind of hard to describe it over the radio, but, but there, there, a, a guy flew into my office recently from Sweden uh, to come in and show me a product uh, that he had invented. And, and what it did was it solved the problem of people breaking their zipper. Um, and it, and so this was a, it's a patented thing that he had, had, had started and launched in, in the, in the Swedish marketplace. And it was starting to get some major traction there. And he wanted to bring it to the United States. But, but, you know, it, and, and over there, the Innovation Council, uh, in Europe has called this possibly the next greatest invention to the paperclip. Okay. So, so, I mean, here's a, a young man that had, you know, really just was, was working on this problem of, of, of a broken zipper and said, how can I create a, a solution to, you know, the, you know, the, the kids, uh, you know, zipping them up on the way to school, a park, a, a purse, a handbag, whatever it might be, boom, boom, boom. He came up with something so clever, so ingenious, and when you look at it, a eureka moment goes off in your head, like, why didn't somebody think of this a 100 years ago, 10 years ago, yesterday, whatever. This, this solves a major problem, and it instantly fixes any broken zipper. So um, zips it right back up. So it... it the, this is the kind of thing that I say people need to just, you know, kind of just take stock of, of, of their day-to-day activities. And this is how inventors, you know, typically start. And, and so it's, it's, it, it doesn't have to be things that are, you know, brain surgery necessarily. Sometimes it's just your basic normal day-to-day activities. And, and that's where it all starts. Well, and, you know, this is really what's so exciting about this. Everyone, everyone listening to the show, Kevin, they have an opportunity to do exactly the kind of thing that you're talking about because we all live in the day-to-day. We all know what it's like to wake up and run into a little pothole each day, but never think about, wow, how can I make that better? Absolutely. I mean, um, like, you know, like I said, just as, as basic as that, um, you know, as, as, as something like a zipper. But, you know, it, it, as you go into to, to more uh, uh, extensive uh, situations, I, I always, you know, I believe in the KISS principle, keep it simple, stupid, as, as some people will say. So, it, you know, you don't have to get too fancy. Um, you know, you know, I, I like to think that there's, there's, there's so many, uh, you know, people say, hasn't everybody invented everything that can be invented? I'm like, absolutely not. Every single day, I mean, I get about a thousand, um, inquiries a month from people with, with new ideas and new products. And, and while, you know, the majority of them aren't products that we can get involved with, uh, there are, are gems in, in every, every one of, uh, uh, every one of those months that, that go by from our side. That, that we take and develop. So, so that you know, as, as a businessman, you know, that's what I do. I scour the country. I go, you know, um, I just got back from this consumer electronics show in Las Vegas. I spent three or four days there. Um, I'll be at the, uh, you know, upcoming. Uh, uh, we got uh, there's a golf show. There's a fishing show. There's a, in in March, the first week of March is the houseware show. 
every category of, 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 of you know, the toy fair, the this, the that. There's innovation happening in every industry. And sometimes it's not even, you know, uh, I'll, I'll give you an example of something in the, in the houseware world that's, that's, that's starting to take shape. Sometimes it, it's not even, you know, it's, it's, it's taking an idea of, of applying a, a, a principle of, of that's already in use on, on, a, on a consumer level. Um, how, how many times have you been or seen these Brazilian steakhouses, the Foga de Chao type places where they're, they're cooking, they come in front of you with the skewer and they slice yeah. the beef and the things right in front of you, the restaurants right. that have taken off here in the United States. Well, this started in Brazil and is, you know, great concept down there. And, and now a gentleman that visited Brazil a, a, a couple of years ago, uh, saw a company that was starting to, to sell a commercial unit that did this in restaurants and then went to a, a consumer unit to, you know, for people to use in their own kitchens where they had the skewers, uh, that, 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 that lined up inside a, a, a convection chamber. And again, hard to describe over the radio, but if you can visualize this, um, you know, potentially, bottom line is it's, it's a new Brazilian cooker that's going to be coming out here, uh, first quarter at the houseware show. And, and so it's, it's taking, you know, a, a fun kind of a concept. You know, people like to go into these Brazilian steakhouse places because it's kind of, they, they wheel the cart around and bring the skewers to your table and slice, slice, there you go. It's a fun, exciting thing. Now imagine that in the comfort of your own home, every kitchen in America can have what's called the Grillex, G-R-I-L-L-E-X, uh, which is a Brazilian cooker because it's, it's, a, it's an innovative new patented product uh, that's going to be launching at the Houseware Show coming up this, uh, uh, this March. So just take simple ideas and, and move them around and, and you can come up with money-making ways uh, to, uh, to, 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 to bring products to the market. Well, you can count me in on that product. I mean, I'm just listening to you talk about it, and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, that is so perfect. You know, but I think a lot of people want to know, and I know you cover this in your book, that has, you know, that have watched Shark Tank, for example. Some folks, you know, want to know how did some of those ideas make it, and, and why, you know, why did they make it? Why did some of them not? Why were you, Kevin, drawn to some ideas and, and not? So what do you look for? What do you look for? What kind of what kind of baseline do you use? Is it is it all logical what you know in the business, or is some of it intuitive? Oh, it's both. I mean, uh, uh, basically, I, I look for something that's got a track record somewhere else already. Um, if, if that's possible, I mean, sometimes an idea, if it's new enough, there is no track record. But, um, you know, if, if a product has proven itself somewhere, um, you know, because Shark Tank is, is not necessarily a, a platform for just raw ideas, okay? Right. It's more of a platform for somebody looking for capital uh, to expand upon something that already exists, okay? So, so in that platform, I'm looking for something that has uh, a, a track record. Um, if somebody, if it's a raw product that they're bringing in, where is it sold before? Is it sold in print? Is it sold in catalogs? Has it been on a shopping channel? Is it successful in retail? 
what you know why should I invest my money? You know this is the format of Shark Tank. People bring their products in front of five sharks. We decide whether we want to invest money in that particular idea, product, or venture. Okay, so so if it's if it's an idea or a product, if it's if it's just some crazy idea off the wall with with no commerce behind it, maybe too risky for for me or or one of the sharks to invest in. However, if it's if you know, I'll give you an example of of an idea that that started um, okay. a woman that, uh, that that owned cats and and she wanted you know she was tired of 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 the kitty litter and 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 clog, you know clogging up uh, rooms and kitchens and odors and this and that so she decided to she invented a kid a a, a kitty a toilet training product and it's 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 kind of a, a simple kind of a thing and it's worked and she sold a ton of them but basically she she takes the the, the litter box and replaces it um, into a, a system that goes in in on top of a toilet and the kid and then the cat initially learns that they 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 no longer go to the litter box they jump up on the toilet and do their thing and then as as every day goes by the uh this this litter box on the toilets it, it, it the opening there's a hole in the middle that opens wider and wider and wider to until there's 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 no litter there anymore and the cat is jumping on top of the toilet doing its thing without oh, anything man. and and now wow. it's toilet trained, and that happens over a, a, a two to four week, five week period of time. Okay, uh, it's called Kitty City, and so this is an invention that somebody had, and and not only did, did she come in with the idea, but she came in with videos of cats that, that were jumping up on the toilet doing their thing, and 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 it sold forty thousand of these kits already. So wow, um, you know, so so here is a product that she has tremendous tens of thousands of satisfied customers, a product that's an invention, an invention, and is is proven itself to be a winner, and that's the kind of thing that that we look for is 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 the track record, and so uh, here it is. You you look in Sky Mall magazine, and it's selling in the Sky Mall magazine uh, uh, situation uh, also. So so track record, absolutely, 40,000 sold. It's being distributed across the board successfully. And so that was the kind of thing that, that, that sparked my interest, and in, in we're in a process of putting a deal together now. I love it. What, what are some of the mistakes that people make, make, Kevin, coming out of the gate? You know, what are some of the mistakes that they make, especially if they don't have a lot of money, but you know what? It, and they might have a great idea. What do you think people uh, do often that would actually cause their idea never to really go anywhere? Well, um, you know, they move too fast. They don't protect their idea. Um, ah. There's there's all kinds of things. You don't. You know, you got to get. You know, either the capital or a partner. And I, I say you don't necessarily need money, but you need access to the right people um, or people that will put the money up. Um, I, I, I always say um, I can show anybody out there how to bring their idea to market without having a penny. Um, and so that's that's important to me because so many people, they think, oh, uh, I got a great idea, but I'll never be able to bring it to market because I'm going to need millions of dollars. Well, that idea to bring to market might require millions, but there's ways to get people involved from both the design and engineering standpoint um, to the table, as well as patent attorneys to the table, manufacturers to the table for little or no money. 
um, if you approach them in the right fashion. So, so that's part of what I do, and I've, I've got boot camps that I that I that I put 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 on for people across the board with ideas. And so, when when people come to us, uh, you know, asking for advice, you know, we say, look, there, you know, if you you might have an idea that we can take and run with, you you know, you, you want some advice, we do like a you know a, we do a couple of day type situation where we help people take their idea, develop it, and and pack it and present it to the right kinds of people that might be willing to do the industrial and, and design and engineering work, the CAD CAM drawings, the prototyping, um, the, um, the manufacturing of that product, and all of these things that might take tens of thousands of dollars, if not hundreds of thousands, and then the rollout of it in the retail stores, which may take millions of dollars. So, so they're, they're, you know, people a lot of times sometimes give up before they should. Um, don't don't go about it by bringing the right people into the mix because I will say this: if you have a great idea, if you if 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 it has the potential to go to the market, you just got to get it to the right networks, mm-hmm. um, and and it, it'll it, it'll come to fruition. But you know, so it, it's knowing how to get it into these right networks. Otherwise, um, you know, the, it, it's just going to end up dying on the vine, and 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 nobody capitalizes on it. Yeah, and one of the other things you said that I want to get back to, which sounds extremely important, I remember uh, hearing you have a conversation with someone about this, and that is protecting the idea. There are a lot of folks that are, are very innocent in, in this world, so to speak, Kevin, if, if we could talk about that for a minute. And, you know, before you know it, they have a great idea, they're really happy about it, they tell their friends, then they tell a group of people, and most folks don't understand this idea of protecting an idea. Now, I worked for Bell Labs, so I know what it means for those scientists to protect their ideas, but the average person does not. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's too many people are are too willing to share things with people. Um, you know, there there are some simple things you can do: confidentiality agreements, non-circumvention agreements. Um, uh, you know. Confidentiality, as I mentioned, non-disclosures, etc. Um, non-circumvent means I'm going to give you some information about something. You agree that you're not going to go around me to, you know, the other people that may be, right. uh, you know, somehow involved in the project. Okay, uh, there are provisional patenting processes. You know, when you apply for a provisional patent, that gives you some protection. Um, now, that isn't actually a patent itself. Uh, but it's a it's a temporary situation. So, uh, but once you've done that, now you've registered, you know, in, in a in a in a formal process that you've come up with this idea on such and such a date. So it's a documentation of your idea. Um, so you know, the bottom line is, you know, some people, you know, they they get they they get afraid, they're scared, they don't want to tell anybody. I've had I've I've had people that for years have 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 talked to me about you know bringing the product to market but they're afraid to tell me about it cuz it's not this and it's not ready yet and it's not that and whatever and i just and i just keep throwing them back look when you're ready come in i'll sign the proper paperwork and and so what good is that? You know, how are you going to make a living? Um, you know, keep you know telling somebody I'm going to bring you something. You know, in a few months or six months from now. You know, so 
Uh, you got to, you know, that's why my book is called Act Now. And, it, you know, yeah. in my book I say, you know, now is the time. You've got the idea, put a plan of action into place, go for it. Because the longer you wait, the chances are somebody else may come along with it. Somebody else may, you know, it's just there's, in my opinion, there's karma out there in the world. And once you have figured out a way to solve some problem that you think is unique, that, you know, there's something about that thought process, you know, how you ran into that thought process that makes me think somebody else may come up with that sometime shortly thereafter from a karma standpoint. So get moving on it, take it and run with it, protect yourself, and don't be afraid. We've heard those stories over and over again, Kevin, don't you think, where, you know, somebody says, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that that's, they're selling that thing on television. I had that idea two years ago. And that's because we're not taking action. And isn't it so important right now for, for people to take action, to do some of the things you're talking about, to find people they can at least get in front of and bounce their ideas off, people that are substantial that can really help them? Yes, I mean it. 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 There's. There's no time better than the present to take action. Um, you know. There's. Uh, I, I believe in. Um, you know. I, I believe in a set of of, uh, of goals myself. Um, you know. I, I say in my book. I, I say. You know. Whatever. Whatever you vividly imagine. And this is now the the invention process. Think about. You know. It's a four step process for me. You know. I, I I have a very vivid imagination. So inventors do too. So whatever you vividly imagine and you think about it real hard and long. You know. Um, and you know. You, you imagine it and you know. Vividly imagine. Ardently desire. And now you know. You really want to bring this thing to the market. Uh, you sincerely believe in the third step. Um, you know. Now that you can you can bring this to the market. Now you sincerely sincerely believe and now you must enthusiastically act upon it and then it must inevitably come to pass so if you do those first four things it's going to happen for you so you you got to imagine it you got to want it you got to um you know believe in it and then move on it um but that move on it is the last step that most people miss um everyone's a dreamer they've got the ideas they you know they you know uh they, they imagine it they want it they believe it yes but do they act upon it to make it happen to make it come to pass no that's where everybody falls down and that's why i say you know if if you combine all four of those together uh you're going to make it happen and 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 i wake up every morning with that belief and when i close my eyes at night at bed i just say to myself that i did i do that and, I, and 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 generally yes okay there's there's some in an unfinished process along the way but um um you know that's 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 the key to to to, to my uh my being and 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 having the drive that i have I love it. Kevin Harrington is joining us here today. We're going to take a short break. But before we do, I want to make sure that all of you know how to find out more about Kevin and find out how you can connect. You have that great idea. Do you not really sure where to go with it? Well, I want to give you his website. Go to tvgoodsinc.com. That's tvgoodsinc.com. Uh, and check it out. The book is Act Now. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, what we're going to be talking about are some of the trends. Some of the things, some of the most successful product launches that Kevin has had. And what are the trends in the marketplace? Is there a place for women these days? Can they become entrepreneurs, millionaires, based on what they see every day in their lives? Joining me today, Kevin Harrington. The book is Act Now. 
Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Ladies, are you living an inspired life? Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Vasily is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Neshama Living, where your optimal health begins with awareness, grows with knowledge, flourishes with proactive solutions, and is practiced as a way of life. Neshama Living is dedicated to wholeness of body, mind, and spirit. The Neshama Living Hour is coming to the Dr. Pat Show. Get ready to regain your natural balance. Take control of your health and vitality and build your foundation for wellness with Neshama Living on the Dr. Pat Show. Reservage Organics offers you the most advanced anti-aging product available. Our organic-based resveratrol formula, brought to you from the heart of our exclusive vineyards in southern France, has been clinically proven to reactivate your longevity gene and help preserve your youth. By including Reservage Resveratrol in your daily regimen, you can enhance cardiovascular function, metabolism, mental acuity, and collagen production. If you want to regain your youthful radiance and enhance your longevity, do so with the world's finest resveratrol from Reservage Organics. Why wait? Visit your local retailer and start the anti-aging process today. Reservage Organics, committed to the extension of youth naturally. Available online at Reservage.com and at the Vitamin Shop, Vitamin World, and Whole Foods Market. Visit Reservage.com and feel vitality today. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program, here's Dr. Pat Basile. Dr. Pacho, this is Talk Radio to Thrive By. We'd love to hear from you. If you've got a comment or question, go to our website, thedrpatshow.com, and send in your question right there online. We have an instant feedback way for you to do that so that we can get your question on here. Presented to my very special guest today, Kevin Harrington, joining me here today. He is the author of the book, Act Now, How I Turn Ideas into Million-Dollar Products. 
He's also the king of the infomercial. But beyond all of that, he's somebody that knows how to spot a great idea. That kind of idea that can turn into a home run product, that can turn into millions and millions of dollars. He's joining us here today to share some insights from his book and to help all of us understand that each of us, each of us has the ability to become an idea generator and lots of money. Kevin, welcome back to the show. Great to have you on here. Great to be back. Thank you so much. So let's talk a little bit about some of the uh, most successful products you've had and what made them so successful. Many people are thinking, um, I think I have a great idea. I'm not sure I had a great idea. But what have you discovered? I mean, you know, there are some products that I'm sure that you've come across where you thought, wow, this is going to be the greatest thing since apple pie. And, in fact, is it was, and perhaps others that that weren't. Are the products really a determination of what's going on in the marketplace, or do you just need to get them out there quickly? Well, there's got to be a hook on the product. Uh, I believe that um... – you know, you, you, it's not just getting it out there because, you know, uh, I'll give you an example. You know, uh, there are plenty of things that, that got out there that failed. But, um, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go to a couple different categories. I'll talk about a golf product. I'll talk about a fishing product. Um, there's a – the gentleman walked in my office one day. Uh, he's a golfer, and he had um, um, a, a, a bunch of professional golfers um, – uh, that were willing to um, to endorse uh, his golf product, and so he's standing in my office, and he's got a golf club in his hands, and he took a swing right in front of me, and right in front of me, the the in the middle of the swing, there was a hinge in the in the club, and it flopped, and he couldn't complete his swing because he he had it, it, as he explained to me afterwards that on his on his on the backswing, he he pulled the club up in an improper fashion so that the the hinge flopped and would not allow him to complete the swing. Then he showed me a proper swing. How when he pulled the club back properly and and executed the rest of the swing, that the the the, the club stayed engaged in a straight fashion and he com- complete the swing and hit what would have been the ball in front of him, uh, the golf ball. So I'm like, wow, what what's that? It's, he said, this is called the medicus. And he said, when you don't swing properly, the hinge collapses, um, forcing you to groove your swing properly. And so I said, that is an amazing product. Tied up the worldwide rights to it, and we launched it in 1991. It was the first ever golf infomercial. And it's the number one selling golf training device in the history of golf today. So um, the Medicus Golf Club, tremendous Golf Aid, this was in an iron at the time. It's now in a, a driver, et cetera. But, but this was a product that demonstrated very well. He had major uh, celebrity golf uh, uh, people uh, that were endorsing the product at that time that said this, this is for an amateur-type golfer forces them to groove the swing. Now, a Tiger Woods may not need it because they know how to groove their own swing, but um, you know this was something that they had tremendous testimonials for, et cetera, et cetera. Now, had he just had a regular golf club that looked like a, you know, you know, didn't have anything magic to it, I, I, I call this kind of a magical type product. 
that it, you know the visualization of that hinge flopping it was instantly I could say to myself yes and when I tried it the first eureka moment I, I went and swung it and it flopped and I'm like yeah because I rushed my swing and it, and, it, and it pulled the club up the wrong way when I forced the the, the groove swing with the medicus it, it was smoother and I connected in the process of hitting the ball so so that was an, an idea that was perfect for the time and became a huge, huge hit in the golfing world. Um, so, you know, I said I'm going to tell you about a golfing product. I'll tell you about a, a fishing product. They had the okay. same situation. Uh, the guy walked in as a, you know, an avid, you know, I said, I have a golfer before now, an avid fisherman walked to my office. His name was Alex Langer. And Alex, he said, he said, Kevin, he said, do you fish? And I said, no. He said, well, 80 million people do, and that's how many licenses there are out there. And so he said, all lures, when they hit the water, they drop straight down. And it's gravity. You know, they go, you know, they hit the water, and the, the concept is as it's going down through the water, the fish are going to strike it. But they can pretty much go straight down. He says, I have reverse rigged my lure. And it, when it hits the water, it, because of the, the, the way it's rigged, and then this is the patent, it swims away from you like a wounded fish. So in the water, as this lure would hit, it would swim away, and the fish saw that. They said they, the fish get smart. They see these lures hit the water, drop straight down. They don't go for it. So he he showed me footage of a of a, of a huge. It's called a hog trough, but a great big fish tank about 30 feet long, where there was there was you know dozens of fish in there. And he and he said, now watch this video. And he he casted out from above it in the video and the, uh, regular lures where the lures hit the water and went straight down. The fish just watched it drop to the bottom, didn't touch it. Then. He came out with the flying lure, and that's the name of this product, that when it hit the water, it flew through the water and in this reverse rig patented fashion, and the fish were attacking that lure, the same fish that didn't touch the other lure. The visualization of that for me was enough to say, I'm going to do this deal. We put hundreds of thousands of dollars and then millions of dollars to launch this. It became the number one fishing product in the world, the flying lure. Sold over 500 million fishing lures all over the world. We sold them in Sweden. We sold them uh, in in Europe. About the only place we probably didn't sell them was Saudi Arabia because it wasn't a, a huge fishing marketplace. But, <laughs> um, you know, it, the bottom line is, you know, I look for something that's got some kind of a magical movement to it, some kind of a magical transformation. Um, you know, and, and in this particular case, the transformation was in the back of your boat. You know, no fish and and buckets full of fish. Okay, so that that that's what we 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 generated when we went out with the flying lure with with not just professional fishermen but novices and even kids. It was a, a huge bonanza. So that, those are two two examples of some very successful projects that we had uh, going back, uh, you know, into two niche categories. A lot of people might say, oh, fishing and golf, that's too niche for me. But, you know, we, we made it work in both. Well, you know, part of this is, you know, just listening to you. And, I, and as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking, of course, you know, of course. Um, and yet most people don't really see what's in front of them to be able to create masterful products but i wanted to ask you a question about is there is there is there a place in this idea generation act now uh for women because one of the things that uh just got a question in on the in my instant feedback that says we hear a lot of stories about i'm going to ask you the question right out 
we hear a lot of stories about um, uh, very, very successful men bringing products to the market. Where are the women in this? Is it that they don't know how or are they giving their ideas to their husbands? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, you know, I think that that um, there's certainly a place for women. I think, I mean, women are, you know, out as 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 they are out doing, you know, things around the house. Um, I mean, you know, it, it's it's there's so many things. I mean, uh, this you know, um, the, this kitty product I was talking about is is a, is a woman that invented it, and because you know she was having to clean up all the the, the the kitty litter around the house. So I think the necessity, um, you know, is, is is what causes a lot of inventions. And so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm seeing right now that probably about you know uh, half of the people that come to me now are. Are, uh, are 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 female oriented in, in terms of the of of how these things came about. Now, sometimes they come in with their husbands, with the right. you know, we're putting some some of the, the the money and things like that. But you know, the bottom line is is that you know we we have you know tremendous respect for everybody that comes in. But we you know right. we definitely are seeing that, that the trends are you know moving uh, towards uh, towards women across the board. Is there uh, when I when we talk about t- t- trends for a minute? I want to I want to ask you about this. Uh, do you see uh, a a particular area in the marketplace, a niche right now that could use some great product creativity? Yeah, you know, I think you know, there's I think there's 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 a lot of ideas, you know, uh-huh. a lot of creativity out there. I think you know, to just you know, step back. I think that, you know. One of the things I said before is it's important to go to to networks, you know, and I believe in in networking and in local associations. I mean, I, I live in Tampa, okay, so there's a there's a there's a, a Tampa Inventors Association. I think a lot of local or you know a lot of local markets have entrepreneurial and or um, inventors organizations. Um, you know, like I've mentioned, we do boot camps and things like that. So, um, you know, it, 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 I think that at the end of the day, there's, there's lots of, of places that you can go for creativity. But when, when you go to, I've been to, you know, this Tampa Bay, um, inventors forum before. And, and, and so you go into these places and all these people that they've, they've got, you know, they, they, they share in, in, in their resources of, of designing, um, you know, of, of, of designers and, 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 and graphics people and prototype makers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, I think that, you know, across the board, every local market and there's national people that get involved, there's websites you can go to, there's, you know, uh, there, there are, you know, I, I, I'll say some of these crowdsourcing type, uh, Places that you can go to to get your help with picking names, picking designs, picking um, direction on your product. So you know, not just in, in face-to-face type situations in, in local markets, but the internet is is has a wealth of of, of 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 assistance from people that can give you creative ideas and and assistance across the board. So it's out there for sure. You just got to do a little you know a little noodling around. A lot of times I'll say just Google it and you're going to find it. And isn't that interesting because we have come in such a short period of time, and I believe it's going to accelerate. We have really launched into, you know, this age of technology in a way that, you know, most people haven't seen before. 
Uh, right now, folks are asking the question of, uh, and, and actually this is a question that just came in, you know, does it make sense to create another app for the iPhone? And I th- let me just see if I can get this question to you. There are so many apps out there for the iPhone, and every day we're looking at a new app for the iPhone. Um, is this considered a new idea if you have an app to add? And how does one make money from that? That's a pretty good question because it's really true. Every day you turn around, Kevin, right? I mean, we're like, there's another app. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I mean, I look at, I, I think apps are, you know, that's, to me, an app is an, is, is an invention and, and something uh, that can be, you know, very uh, worthwhile in, in, in coming to the market. I, I, I'm not, I know a lot of people have made a lot of money doing apps. Um, I don't know how competitive it is now and, and, and how tough it is to get, you know, your, your app um, you know, used and, 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 and purchased enough to where, you know, there's lots of money made, but I've certainly heard lots of stories about some pretty cool, cool ones. And, you know, I, I, I buy a lot of apps myself on, you know, I have an iPhone and, you know, so, yeah, I mean, I think that from, from what I've seen, you know, there's, there's some pretty, I mean, you know, some pretty low cost, uh, ways to create apps that, uh, that, that have some, some big upside. So I think that, you know, certainly is, 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 a, is, is one of the ways a lot of people are out there um, experimenting, uh, you know, in, in, in making money. I guess the issue there becomes how do you market that app then uh, because there's, you know, hundreds of thousands of apps, I guess, out of the marketplace right now. So, so, so how do you get through the clutter of that? And, and that's something I'm not, I'm not real familiar with, so I'm not an expert in the app, app space. But, you know, I would say that if you're going to focus on creating the app, make sure that you've got a marketing plan on how you're going to get that, that, that message out to the people that may be interested in buying that app also at the same time. I uh, got a great question that's come in about your book, Act Now. And for those of you just tuning in, Karen Harrington is joining me here today. You know, we, of course, know him uh, from the great work he does to turn these ideas into million-dollar products. His book is Act Now. Uh, great question that just came in. Uh, thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Pat, for the show. Uh want to ask you um, how I have a – I have a – I have a 13-year-old son who believes he has a great idea, and he spends a lot of time working on this idea. As parents, we're not sure what to do with it. This is a good question, isn't it? Because we've got some really bright youngsters around. Um, what should we do? How, how do we go about this with our son? Age doesn't matter in the idea generation world, does it, Kevin? Doesn't matter who you know. No, I, I mean, I, I deal. I go to um, colleges. Um, I, I've just um, judged um, at a, the the Global Student Entrepreneurial Awards uh, program in Kansas City, GSEA, and and there were students from all over the all over the country that participated in a final uh, platform of judging. I deal with college students. I went back to my uh, grade school, Cardinal Pacelli Grade School in Cincinnati, Ohio, not too long ago, and and they and 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 we had uh, a panel um, uh, of 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 students that brought their products in front of me for a presentation to see if it was something that was marketable, and we ended up picking something out of uh, these presentations to move to 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 a development situation. So you know, these were third graders through eighth graders that were presenting their their ideas uh, so I don't care you know what what age it is it an idea is an idea is an idea and it's the same th- 
principles apply. I think just that a 13-year-old should ask for assistance with an adult because when it comes to signing agreements and getting good legal advice, you know, that, that's an important thing. So, you know, we, we put out, you know, in, 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 um, in various forms, um, you know, we, 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 we do form agreements where we protect, you have, have agreements that are, you know, kind of form agreements to protect uh, the, the people that have the ideas, because like I said, the first thing you do is protect your idea. Um, I, I, I say there's a process I walk people through. Protect it, then Google it, okay? Because, you know, the, the, you know I've had people get so excited about something, they spend, you know, thousands and, and dollars and tens of thousands, in some cases, of dollars on, on an idea, and they, and, and, and they bring it in and they lay it out to me, and boom, here it is. What do you think? And, I, you know, I go and I Google it, and there's something that was done three years Years ago, that's exactly the same. So it's like you know, you could have saved yourself a lot of aggravation and bought this thing already on the internet from someone that's already making it. So you know, don't waste your time, don't waste your money. Um, so you know, so doing a little bit of research is important. But you know, at, you know, just getting back to the root of this question, the 13-year-old that's got an idea, yeah, the parents should help them because you know, a lot of times people may want to think, uh, even though you, you wouldn't think people are nasty like this, a good idea that could be a grand slam. Money maker, someone will rip off a 13 year old just oh, as yeah. much as they would an adult. Okay, so you got to protect yeah. yourself. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that, but you're right. I mean, you know, uh, the youngsters are very eager to share their great idea all around, so the parents should step in there. Uh, and, 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 you know, I mean, is this something that a parent would be able to take to you? Is this an idea? that somebody would be able to take to, to, to your firm, and how do they go about that? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about, you know, um, myself here. I'm, I'm certainly, you know, one of the kind of guys that does this stuff, but, um, um, you know, so if they, you know, if they wanted to contact me and, and even, you know, get information, you know, we do, like I said, with these, these two-day boot camps that we do that are, that are very powerful. We bring in patent lawyers. We bring in uh, industrial engineers. We bring in, um, 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 the uh, retail experts, et cetera. And we, I, you know, we do these every month now, um, you know, for, for the last, you know, you know, probably year we've, we've put one of these on and I, we, we do them in Tampa. We do them in Vegas. We do them in Los Angeles. We do them all around the country. But, um, the bottom line is, you know, um, I think you've given out my web address, but it, you know, my, 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 my personal email, if people wanted to track me down as Kevin at tvgoodsinc.com if anybody had, you know, some personal products they wanted to present or get any information about uh, the boot camp situation. We have, you know, a complete team of people here. We have, a, you know, a 12,000 square foot freestanding building here in Clearwater, Tampa, Florida. Uh, we've got a, you know, production studio here. We've got industrial engineer and we've got product developers. We've got producers, writers, directors, um, uh, et cetera. So it's a, it's a full team of people that can take an idea from concept. We like to call it from, from napkin, uh, to millionaire, okay, and we've coined the term, you know, are you a, a napkin millionaire, um, you know, for, for coming up with a napkin idea to millions of dollars, you know, so that's that's really kind of what, what, what we try to help people become is a napkin millionaire, put your idea on a napkin and become a millionaire, and I don't like to really throw around that word millionaire so so loosely because that, that kind of makes it sound like, oh, we're, you know, selling the dream too, too easily, but at the end of the day, you know, the products that we take on, 
on, those are going to be million-dollar deals because, you know, it, 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 we don't want to get involved with something that, that doesn't have that potential. So um, it's, it's, it's not that complicated uh, process, but it, it, it's not easy making it a million-dollar success either. So, you know, because, you know, the, the, the real challenge I run into is, you know, even as good as we are, um, two out of three of the projects that we get involved with do not work and do not become million-dollar products, okay? So right. so that means, although when you look at it in, in baseball terms, if you could hit 30, 333% as a batter on an annual basis, uh, you're going to be a pretty good baseball player, maybe into the Hall of Fame. So that's kind of what we say is we're, you know, we try to hit those Hall of Fame percentages, uh, one out of three, and if we can do that, we're doing good, and, and, and that's, you know, kind of, you know, our, 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 our strategy and, and, and our approach right now is to, is to bat that kind of percentage. Wow. Kevin, thank you so much for taking time out of your very, very busy day. I so appreciate it. You've shared an awful lot. Um, I love your book, so thank you for taking what you've learned and putting it into a, a way that people can really do something with their lives. Thank you so much for joining us here today. It was my pleasure, and look forward to hearing from any of any of the listeners. And we're here to help. And 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 thanks so much for the time today. I, I enjoyed it. I, I really love talking to to uh, people that are that have ideas and want to encourage everybody to you know, like I said, act now, go for it, go do it, and uh, you know, don't don't stop, don't let anybody tell you you can't make it happen. Th- thanks for I having me. I love that. I love that. You heard it from Karen Har- Kevin Harrington, everybody. What a great show. The the book is called Act Now. And, you know, when I look at his picture on the book, and I look at the book itself, what I want to say to all of you is the time is now. You know, this is not a time to be hanging out wondering when your life is going to happen. It's a time now for all of us to stand up. 2011 is an auspicious year for a lot of reasons. But this is the time for all of us to stand up and know that there are people out there that can help us, help us take our ideas out into the world, help us become the people we want to become. And Kevin gave you his personal, personal email during the show today. So if you've got an idea and you want to get help cracking that thing open, take action now. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for tuning us in and turning us on. We'll see you next time on The Dr. Pat Show. Listening to the Dr. Pat Show, radio to thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next Thursday for another dynamic hour of the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili.